action as it happens. And your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're about to get back underway, not quite yet, though there's been a change at the break for Hearts. It's the one we saw coming, David Friel. Yeah, Gordon, just about to kick off here, but Xander Clark has been withdrawn. I think it was the right decision. He was clearly struggling. He obviously made those two mistakes as well, so Ross Stewart's on, and Barry Mackay is also on for Keel as well, just about to kick off here. So, Xander Clark and Craig Gordon injured at the moment for Hearts. How's it looking at... Ibrooks Gabriel, I take it that goal changes the complexion completely. No Rangers fan heading along today would have envisaged heading in goalless at the break. Yeah, completely Gordon. I mean, they had been playing quite well, but it was starting to get that atmosphere that the way it can get here at Ibrox when it's goalless against a team you should be beating. But they completely deserved it. Malik Tillman specifically deserved it with his good play. Uh, he's just walking out now alongside Ryan Kent and Todd Cantwell. Those three have been so bright behind Alfred Morel. Some really nice link-up, and they'll hope to continue that in the second half. Perhaps rack up some goals. We know how big next week is. Uh, that big old firm game so let's see if we can see more of that but no no changes here Rangers and United uh, both the same as they were before the interval Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Build Windows and Doors buy now pay nothing till 2024 must be nice when these things work out because it won't always be the case but Michael Beale said yesterday specifically that Todd Cantwell and Malik Tillman have got a very good relationship off the pitch they've got a good relationship on it and he needs to find a way to get them both in the same team fast forward to today and they both combine for the game's only goal so far yeah um, you could probably tell that they've got a good relationship off and on the pitch because the pass that um, Cantwell finds Tillman way is brilliant he's no right to make the pass it's terrific because Mark uh, pointed out the ball played in with Tavernier's played in with real pace and he just cushions it around the corner takes all is the it done. All, is it almost behind him you know yeah. he sort of almost has to like, kind of dig it out as well to get it in front but, but it's when he plays it it's perfectly weighted it takes all the Dundee United defenders out the equation Tillman takes a nice touch and fires it in the corner terrific that's what it's the all about the difference is see Tillman known to make the run because he knows Cantwell's good enough to see him yeah, when you're playing in a team and you don't quite think a midfielder's got that vision you don't make the run really but he knows what Cantwell's about he knows he can pick those passes that's why he makes a run terrific goal yeah so Rangers one up then heading into the second half that is now underway St Mirren hasn't quite started yet Fraser you were behind already and then you had your your VAR I mean anyway back for Livy I feel that might be a daft question well, they made a couple of changes. I'm just looking here. Montano and uh, Obiongo coming on for Penrice and, and Holt. But uh, they've been off it. You know, the way usual way Levy play. You know, they make it difficult for teams, make it awkward. They're, they're always in the game. But it might have just been far too strong for them. And uh, I think David Martin will be interested here after the game what his thoughts are. I just can't see them getting back into this game. Some have been terrific. They've been quick. They've been strong. Curtis Main has laid on all three goals and he, he scored himself as well. But it, it's been a bizarre day from that 15th second when the handball took place and, and I have to say look, well, we see it on the television but even from here they're thinking that was a very obvious handball as well and O'Hara's actually come off and replaced by Greg Kilty I don't know that's maybe because of he get booked just 15 seconds after the handball incident but uh, it's been eventful it's been exciting St Mun fans are absolutely delighted they're packed in here it's a good crowd and uh, you can only see more goals for St Mun I'm afraid well we'll watch we'll listen on with interest uh, there sorry Hugh Brentford 3-2 up now oh. on Brighton and I'll tell you what he must he's 
Halftime team talks must be magnificent You see how energetic he is At beating mm. the pundit The Palmerston pep It was goalless at the break Two minutes into the second half And Queen of the South take the lead The dogs in the street are beating Peterhead What took him <laughs> so long? <laughs> it is a fair point But we'll, we'll give a, give credit where it's due Marvin Bartley's Queen of the South one up on Peterhead Let's get the second half teaser up and running Hugh Because I think we might need as much time as possible on this one the second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside Lee Hodson and Gary Naismith I have been managed by Ian McCall and Roberto Di Matteo I have won promotion In two different countries I've been loaned out four times, but only ever played for one club outside the UK. Who am I? I've played alongside Lee Hodson and Gary Naismith. Been managed by Ian McCall and Roberto Di Matteo. I've won promotion in two different countries. I've been loaned out four times, but only ever played for one club outside of the UK. Who am I? I love these. At Clyde SSB, get your answers in. One of my colleagues... And I were talking about this during the week I, Honestly it's the one part of the show That still blows my mind every week I, I can't my, I don't care The football knowledge is one thing But how your minds all work to come up with these answers So quickly I just can't do it And it shows you that it works in mysterious ways Because you are remarkably good at them Gordon DL Have you got any inkling oh, I'm today? Sure that, I'm sure I'm just um, Taking all the information in I'll be back to you Okay At Clyde SSB Our listeners are the smartest The most on the ball Anywhere And they will be in With the right answer soon It blows my mind every week Let's see what we've got Morton nil Inverness 1 Scott Allardyce On 54 minutes Elgin nil Sterling Albion 3 Robert Thompson With the goal A bit of a pushing match Between Kevin Van Veen And David Marshall Spoken to But no bookings David Marshall's really quite a calm, composed figure, is he not? Oh. Yeah, he certainly is. He wasn't in Serbia. Uh, Donnelly and Mackenzie both booked for Kilmarnock in quick succession. Niggly start to the second half there. All gone pear-shaped for Robbie Nielsen. He really needs a good second half. You know, when uh, David Field could say at half-time that Kilmarnock were excellent and Hearts were awful, I think was the word they used. Uh and five he's on to his third choice goalie yeah. five that, defeats in the, in the last six coming up unless they can find two goals from someone that's the one to keep your eye on there for David Fale think that's got a lot to offer that game that's badly need a result uh, Hugh it's not often that we move away from football here on a, a Saturday afternoon to other sports but there are certain stories that just deserve probably more time than we could give them and actually really sad news this afternoon that Ken Buchanan has died age 77 yeah. talking one of the all time perhaps well the all time Scottish boxing superstar you'll, you'll know the story better than me undisputed lightweight champion of the world in 1970 legendary status achieved um, a career spanning 17 years the tartan legend born in Edinburgh big Hibs fan and he sadly passed away at the age of 77 and I'm glad they got the statue of Kenny up in Leith before his sad passing because uh, he is a true great of the Scottish sporting world. I was privileged to be the, the guest chairman at the St Andrews Sporting Club's 50th anniversary show just uh, in January. Now, 50 years ago in January, Kenny Buchanan fought 
Glasgow's Jim Watt and the fight is still talked about to this day I had the pleasure of interviewing Jim Watt that night and he said I won't kid you on it does seem like another life 50 years ago but he and Kenny Buchanan had tremendous respect uh, Kenny beat Ishmael Laguna a Panamanian to become the the world lightweight champion he defended it successfully twice and then he lost most controversially to Roberto Duran in Madison Square Garden um, he spent the rest of his life knowing that he had been robbed that night um, one of the greats a legend you talk about the Scotland game midweek and we wanted the result to rival the, the win over Spain 40 years ago Kenny Buchanan took part in a fight 53 years ago that people still talk about a true Great. Yeah, well said. Sad, sad news this afternoon. Just to recap, if you're just joining us, Ken Buchanan has sadly passed away at the age of 77. So really sad news this afternoon. Back to the football, though. Uh, and Motherwell have a penalty. Penalty? Road. Yes. David Marshall has tripped Blair Spittle. He's been booked. Kevin Van Veen to take, but there seems to be a bit of a delay. So whether that's now getting looked at again or whatever... Um, I will tell you as soon as I, I know any more But that incident certainly took place a good moment A minute or two ago I thought they would have taken it by now And they haven't The pen ha- has now been conf- Penalty has been confirmed Sorry um, So it will be taken by Kevin Van Veen mm, Big moment for Motherwell this He's Because got, Daz is right If they go ahead in the points. Well listen It's a very good penalty taker Against a very good penalty mm, saver yeah, He was yeah. just mentioned that night in Serbia, Serbia. Uh, so let's find out what the outcome is going to be. Who is going to come out on top? Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. David Marshall nearly got there. He was unlucky, but the ball has slipped underneath him from Kevin Van Veen and Motherwell lead Hibs 2-0 at Easter Road. Not a great result for Lee Johnson. Uh, I fully understand it's a tremendous scoreline so far for Stuart Kettlewell. Uh, but Lee Johnson seems to spend his time telling you how difficult life is in Scotland. It's easy for Ange Postacoglu, he said, and the, the difficult um, Scottish football clubs like his need a shake. He said, "I don't, I don't mean an S H A K E. I mean, I mean someone from the Middle East." Uh, it was funny, right? I am aware of that story from this week. Yeah, I know exactly what you're on about, and I still thought you meant S H A K E for some reason. Anyway, so you know he's got to stop talking in these terms and get about his business that's a blow because Hibs were looking to overthrow Hearts how sweet would that have been uh, but Hearts are losing and Hibs are losing so not a great day for Lee Johnson 19 for the season for Kevin Van Veen Gordon Deal some return um, I don't think he gets enough credit comes in for a bit of criticism from the Motherwell fans because they think oh well sometimes he's off uh, doesn't look interested whatever but if you're playing with Motherwell you've been down there fighting at the bottom you're now crawling your way back up the league and you've scored 19 goals so far it's a fantastic return, return Sorry, uh, 7 in his last 8 this is, is so far Mark Wilson as well well yeah like you guys say a fantastic return I mean early on the season I was I was a bit critical of him yeah, because I saw him a couple of times him. and he he just looked like he, he couldn't move but he didn't have willing runners round about him that was the difference I think when Stuart Keltwell came in he's certainly changed that Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements
It's Rangers again And it's Malik Tillman again He's on a hat-trick He took his time in the box He's fired it under the goalkeeper Maybe Jim Goodwin will feel his goalie could have done better But I don't think Michael Beale will be complaining And Rangers looking a lot closer to easy street now Rangers 2, Dundee United 2 It is a double for Malik Tillman Well, that's uh, the, I, I think the goalkeeper uh, has to be looked at for that one uh, But that's the game over and uh, Rangers have done uh, their part it's up to Celtic now tomorrow because everything is about a week today at Celtic Park and uh, the lead is now six points at the top and Celtic have to go about their business carefully in Dingwall tomorrow at the beginning of a, a new week at the end of the old week Lee Johnson said that Ange Postecoglou's job was easy he does not like that Ange Postecoglou mm, I, Look I'm critical of goalkeepers right I'd be more critical of my two defenders Who just step off And let them get a shot from about 8-9 yards But I think he hits that that hard It goes too quick for a goalkeeper to react I, I'm going to stick up for a goalkeeper here well, He's and I don't close to the goalkeeper And that's the bit that doesn't make it look good yeah. But it's coming through Couple I've, of defenders and I'm set. giving credit to Tillman here. I, I, as I say, I've always criticised goalkeepers because do. I don't like them. Um, <laughs> mm. And I've got to say, I wouldn't criticise him there. I'd give all the credit to Tillman. Good goal. Yeah. So whatever I said earlier, Mark was that his eleventh of the season, so he's up to twelve. 12 yeah. Even I can keep track of that. And uh, fantastic return it, but you just see him there in the build up to the goal. Morelos has dropped deep, and it's actually Tillman's the furthest forward. You know the the focal point. Well, he's and been playing up him. there next to him, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, so definitely much closer. And Kent bodies round him in the box, who lays it off. But it's his composure, it's the most impressive thing there. But with Daz, the Dundee United defenders, if you're McMahon, it's got to come a stage in the box where you have to engage rather than back off. Yeah. And he keeps backing off, allows Tillman to shoot. But that that'll be game set and match now, and they can. Relax a wee bit These Rangers players Interesting to see If they'll bring anybody Off the bench pretty soon and, yeah. and think about Next week's game As I resist the temptation To say Oh you've learned Your lesson now Sean Goss tries to Lob David Marshall From the halfway line We've seen that movie oh. before He's back this time He gets back And saves it under the bar There was no Patrick Sheik Remake In Easter Road What um, that tells me Just now Just listening to that Is Motherwell Were playing with that Much confidence you know, winning games gives you so much confidence. You go to Easter Road today, I think most of the Motherwell supporters would have been happy with a draw and moved on. But so far it's convincing. Interesting this morning, Harry Payton signed by Motherwell. Did you see that? Former Ross County midfielder. Ah. Just signed him today out the blue. He's obviously a free agent. Free, yeah. And he's, he's just come on um, for the injured spittle. Hugh, if there was one manager in the league who could have just done without a VAR decision going against him today. McGuinness. McInnes McInnes Paddy McInnes yeah. the, 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 the man who said he was sick to death of VAR Well I don't know what, I don't know what the stage after sick to death is Because there's a red card check for a Rory McKenzie tackle Ugh. Ewan Anderson I think he's having a I think we're having a look at that one um, So we'll keep you up to speed there Listen again that's not to say it might be the correct decision And then you but, I've got a funny feeling unless it's the most blatant one you've ever seen Derek McInnes won't be happy and indeed Rory McKenzie oh. has been sent off oh. Ten aside Yeah Ten aside? No. Hearts have still yeah, got a little You're allowed to bring the goal yeah. on oh. Another goalkeeper <laughs> Who, Who's got sent off somewhere else then? I was at St John's in McDermott Park Give yourself back up Park. to Anstruther You need an hour weekend in that caravan Considine 
Considine was sent off at McDermott Park. Well, listen, Kilmarnock went down to 10 men and were 2 0 down and, and salvaged the draw at Fir Park earlier this season. In one hand, Hugh, that's not good news for Kilmarnock. If anything, does it put even more pressure on Hearts? Yeah, of course it does. The, the fans will see, you couldn't even beat. You couldn't even get a result ten against men. 10 men for whatever it is, half an hour. Uh, and I go back to David Friel's half time summation of Hearts that they were awful. Uh, so, yeah, of course. It, it's bad enough losing to 11, but unacceptable if you lose to 10. And I, I think I, you're I right, Gordon. George Grant. I think you're right. It does bring pressure because of the amount of time still left. Uh, as Tillman goes close again there for a hat trick, he's desperate for that match ball. Big. Goal that in the championship Does Good anyone one. want to go and try and win this thing It's going to be advantage Dundee today Because Wraith Rovers have scored a second Against Queen's Park Lewis Vaughan um, And Dundee last I checked Were three up on Hamilton Ackies So it could be a big day For the Dens Park one, side be One point in it If the, the, the game stayed as they are This is when you know it's a good question No one has got the teaser Not a single no Correct one's got answer right. yet That's when you know it's a good one Hugh So send uh, Recap it if you can Yeah I have played alongside Lee Hodson And Guy Naismith I have been managed by Ian McCall And Roberto Di Matteo I have won promotion In two different countries I've been loaned out Four times But only ever played For one club Outside of the UK Who am I? Robbie Boyd Thinks it might be Gary Harkins No Quite a few people Stephen Carden Bailey Another saying Peter Grant Granty, no, no And I can see what well, I can see where some of them are going here though And they're, they're not They're not on the wrong track So There's a shout here from Hyperbolic Pessimist For Graham Dorans No We've already had the shout for uh, What was the other name I mentioned? Harkins no, so it's the Graham Dorans one I'm most interested in. That's what I'm saying to you. Ooh. Peter Grant's fairly off the wall, as I suggested. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian McCall, Roberto Di Matteo. Kieran wants to throw in Alan Hutton? No. Right, keep your guesses coming. Come on, it's, it's up for grabs. Nobody is on the podium yet. Not anyone. It is empty. Let's see what you've got. Gordon Deal, you've got a reputation to keep up no, here. No, it's very hard. I'm trying. You're usually very oh, good hold at on, it. Hold on, hold on. My partner, no, no, he's not got it. Uh, nah, it's not grass, no. Ooh, we've got a goal at Easter Road. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvement. And it's not over yet. Kevin Nisbet got a hat trick against Motherwell last time out. He scored again a flashing header from Chris Cadden's cross. And what will worry Motherwell, Gordon DL, is Hibs were never in it, according to Roger Hanna, totally against the run of play. And now with 30 minutes left, it is game on. Yes, uh, that's Hibs got a lifeline. Uh, home advantage as well, Gordon. They just need to watch what they're doing the next 10, 15 minutes. Could you imagine that Hibs have got to pile a lot of pressure on them? They've got to stay strong. Look, you would accept this with 30 minutes to go at Easter Road 2 1. You've still got a lead, but concentration's everything for. Oh, this is, where, this is where Motherwell would have crumbled when a wee bit of pressure. Goes against them or, or piles on them. They lose a goal. They sometimes collapse a season. But I think they're in a different place now with Stuart Kettlewell. I think they'll still have enough about them to see that out. Not ideal though when you're cruising. I've been there a hundred times cruising. You think it's a great afternoon and all of a sudden, bang, 2-1 and you're thinking, oh, here comes the nerves. We start retreating towards our own yeah, goal. Yeah, they, they, you know, they've tried to capitalise on that moment. Newell... 
Kabraja uh, and Kuharevic on in a triple switch for Hibs. So they're rolling the dice. Lauren Shankland has had a shot saved down there at Rugby Park. Remember, Killier down to 10 men, but they do lead Hearts by two goals to one. Well, Robin Nielsen needs something to happen quickly. And that might just suit Kilmarnock, getting everybody behind the ball, just sitting in there, being hard to break down. I'm not sure that what the Kelly fans would feel of that if it, if it does revert to that, looking at their goals conceded this season. But Robbie Nielsen needs one of his big players to step up, get him an equaliser. Well, he's got guys on the pitch that can score goals, he's got guys on the pitch that can create it. So it'll be an interesting last 30 minutes at Robbie Park. I think we'll get a goal down there. I think Hearts could maybe sneak a draw. Game at Ibrox, by the way, I'm amazed that Rangers aren't further ahead. I think oh. this is some of the best stuff they've played at Ibrox this season. They're chatting about it Second before half. the game. Second half. But by the way, I didn't think they were that bad in the first half. I thought they moved it quick enough, but they just didn't create enough chances. They've eventually got the goal, we tell me. But the second half, they've been very bright round about the Dundee United box. And I think Jack, moments ago, mm. should have shot when he was in. I think Tillman could have had another one. Morelos almost in there. Just a matter of time before a third goes in. Uh, good spell, Livy, but they are 3-0 down, so it's not entirely enough to have a good spell. Hibsy sense have got their tails up a bit. McCurdy's angled the drive from... Just goes win, um, inches wide of the far post. We've got a turning shot by McCrory from inside the box for Aberdeen that's over. And Humphreys and Cochrane on for Hearts, Kingsley and Forrest off. Oh, I mean, you were asking earlier, Gordon. You know, how would it be for Robbie Nielsen if he lost to, uh, to ten men? Um, you know, the, the Hibs fans would be saying, "What would it be like if we lose at home on a day when mm. Hearts have dropped all three points when we could have made a serious impression on the, the league table?" Hibs will fancy getting something now, though, Gordon, won't they? Yeah, at home. Um, but I agree with Mark. I think Motherwell are in a Far better place now. Uh, winning gives you confidence. Um, they'll probably have worked on, you know, different parts of the game where they might come under a bit of pressure. Maybe sat a little bit deeper and then try and hit the counter attack. Look, I said earlier uh, when it was two 0 If Motherwell, a lot of fans would have been happy with a draw at Easter Road. They've still got the three points in their grasp. They've got to try and make sure to concentrate and see this out. They will. They will see it out. You think so, Matt? Aye, aye. Don't use to panic. Oh, I'm not panicking. I'm I'm full of confidence for a mm. still. Can see the change in the mood for across the <laughs> desk, yeah, because somebody was celebrating and looked oh, no. quite relaxed moments ago, and now it's a tense affair. Shanklin's had another shot saved um, as Hearts go searching for that equaliser down the league's Morton's. I've scored a penalty there now level oh, oh no no the Palmerston yeah, yeah. Pet what's happened oh, right oh, off Peter Queen yeah. of the South one Peter Head one <sighs> Jason Brown with the goal will not be happy no nor should, nor should he be if he moans about losing beat the pundit what will it be like today? exactly exactly still time to turn it round uh, Jack Aitchison has come on from Motherwell replacing the returning Mikel Mandron and both of those strikers have been out having been brought to the club quite recently so it's one for the other Jack Aitchison on Mandron off well it, uh, it shows you that he's obviously still confident there's another goal in it for him because when you're 2-1 up you could easily get into that negative mode and think right take a forward off stick on an extra midfielder a, a defender and change it a little bit and shore things up but well done to him we better get it right 
<laughs> he's got very little wrong since he's come in. Actually, you've got to say. But Stuart Keltwell, he's he's been outstanding. Now, it's unusual, I think, when you see a new manager come in. They sometimes get the bounce, and everybody goes great. It's the right decision, and then things start turning a bit, and they manage to come. I think almost everything has been positive for Keltwell since he's come in. The VAR check has been. Regularly used in Paisley today There's now one for a Livingston penalty For an alleged foul on Stephen Kelly Fraser Wishart says it didn't <coughs> look like a penalty to him And they'd be as well just asking Fraser Because he's yeah. got it right, check yeah. over, no penalty He's got an opinion and everything Oh he's good though, he's bang on with he that is. He's, he's on the ball today, he's having a good day yeah, He's waited a long long time for Super Scoreboard to say that But he's having a real good day today He has called them all so far Yeah, right in the money uh, Again, a little... Look at the teaser, Hugh. I think we should because is there anyone yet? It's a hard Producer one this today. I'm not struggling. Uh, yeah, you've not had one guess. At least I've had one batted away. Uh, there's no point just getting a wrong guess, Mark. You're better getting in with the right answer. I have played alongside Lee Hodson and Gary Naismith. I've been managed by Ian McCall and Roberto De Matteo. I've won promotion in two different countries. I've been loaned out four times, but only ever played for one club outside of the UK. Who am I? They're getting there I can uh-huh. see it Because I mentioned Graham Dorrance Okay Woody67 Wants to throw in Kyle Bartley No Okay Michael McKenna Wants to throw in Yusuf Malumbu uh-huh. No right. You seen what direction This is heading in No Bartley Dorrance Malumbu What's the connection eh? mm, right, That's all I'm saying does. for now Oh, West Brom. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying for now. West Brom. Yeah. I said that's all I'm saying for. Now. Are you saying West Brom? <laughs> okay. He's, his mic's off. West Brom. James Tavernier shot deflected wide after a great move. Rangers looking for a third, uh, and you wouldn't grudge them at you. No, no, no. You know, you cannot take away from their performance by saying Dundee United are woeful. Um, but this is the way Michael Beale wants Rangers to play. Everything is about. Building confidence for next Saturday. Uh, you can only beat what's in front of you, even if what's in front of you is not up to much. Uh, so, Rangers, they're in the, <laughs> in the position of being able to say, We're okay, we've reduced the gap to six. If you're wondering what that unprofessional outburst was, <laughs> sorry, Hugh. We've sorry. got it, we've got it. Mark Wilson wrote down his answer to the teaser, showed it to Gordon Dale, who went, Nah. <laughs> and uh, it is the correct well, answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yes. well done to you. Thank well you. Well done to thanks, you, Mark thanks, thanks. I'll Obviously, all the I, I think I've been given out quite strong clues. Yeah. No, no, not that strong. Discipline has gone to pieces inside this studio. <laughs> Thank you, the standards you, a, since you started. There was a, a time, a time today when Gordon Dale was explaining his coffee making technique. No, it wasn't the coffee that worried me. As we just acknowledge there's an appeal for a penalty for a push on Alfredo Morelos that we'll get back to. The coffee bit, I could live with you because there's a bit of debate there. He likes to go milk first and whatever. Fine, okay. He revealed... The the, the police are going to be at the door waiting for you at five past six. That's how bad this is. Gordon DL puts his milk in his bowl first and then puts his Weetabix in the puddle of milk. (laughs) (laughs) That is ludicrous. On objectively <laughs> ludicrous I will not have I'll anyone bet, back you up on I'll that theory I'll bet you a, a lot of people back me up on that What's so you, you pour a random amount of milk into a bowl 
And then do you place the wheat bits yeah. in? Do you drop yeah. it from a height? Does it no, splash? No. One each side, and then fill in the gaps with your cornflakes. Bang! Wee bit syrup. You have got a lovely <laughs> breakfast. Say no more. Yeah, I've got the mind one, of a ten-year-old. One, you Honestly. don't waste any milk, and we know that times are hard. What difference does it make? Because you fill your bowl up, don't you? You listen. You don't sit in the bath and fill the water. You fill the water and then sit in the bath, don't you? I actually cannot argue. There with you that. go. Um, <laughs> he's a genius. Actually, he's a genius. I'll just sit in the bath, put the tap on. No, you don't. You fill the water and you go. Six years on the show. That might be the best thing that you've ever said. Oh, because you've, you've tried to salvage it, and I, I get your logic, but I'm, I'm still, I'm still not having it. There is no way. Anyone else out there puts milk in the bowl, then the wheat picks. Your sugar puffs and no, your cornflakes. Uh, we'll that's fine. That, those are just accessories. We're ignoring that. It's the first the bit of it that I'm, I'm disturbed <laughs> by. Yeah, milk first always gives you that room for error. But it's the whole point that you, you well, pour the milk on top milk, and you then put a third wheat mix in. It just works wonders. Try well, it. I mean, you've too much milk. Surely you judge the amount of milk you're putting, pouring on top of your cereal instead no, of saying, no, milk first, I need no. to then get the cereal. Milk first. Uh, uh, what uh, happened uh, to the penalty with Morelos? <laughs> nah, nothing. <laughs> he's got his weight of eggs. Nothing important. He's a way off, actually. Mm. Um, Tavernier and Morelos well. off. Oh, Never. that's. Tavernier? That's, yeah. that's next week. You know, that is next it? week. James Tavernier, and he's been replaced by Fashion Sakala and Scott Wright. So no recognisable right, right back, back. and um, oh well, Tavernier's booked, of course. Also, well, yeah. I was, I was going to say there's been a lot of talk about Rangers going to a back three. Remember mm. in recent mm. weeks, but actually, John Lundstrom's just gone to right back. Yeah, well, Tavernier got booked earlier on for yeah. a hand in the face of BH. <laughs> when I say minimal contact, it might, it might be a back three. I, I think. I think. But you, you, Mike will be obviously having a yeah. look at next week. Doesn't so want to take any of this. It's a back three. Scott Wright is the right wing back, and John Lundstrom's the right centre back. Which might frustrate John Souter a bit because he would probably be hoping, Mark, that if it goes to back three at some point, oh, he'd be he, the one he's yeah. involved in that. Yeah, someone pretty comfortable, um, comfortable breaking out with the ball, plenty of pace, suited to playing a back three. But just had to bide his time at the minute. But I think, again, I'll go back to I think Rangers have, have been really sharp in around the box, particularly in the 45 minutes, the second 45 minutes, I should say. Um, Tillman, Cantwell, look good. There's no doubt in my mind that'll be the lineup for next week. Dundee, five Hamilton Ackies, nil. <laughs> 72 minutes gone. We had jokes earlier about what John Rankin had been up to this week, but mm. my goodness, that is an absolute doing, and it could get worse 20 minutes to go. Not only a, a disastrous result for Hamilton, but a very good one for Dundee, on a day that Queen's Park are losing 2-0 and there will only be one point between them and Dundee have a game in hand if it stays this way in the Queen's Park game and in the Dundee game one point between them and Dundee will have a game in hand over Queen's Park <laughs> Sid, laughing at? Sid, Sid Simon Donnelly's just texted me saying <laughs> there's a golfer on that Netflix show that does that with a serial Is as it? well I can't Colin Morikawa. There you go. Well. <laughs> Those are where the similarities end, by the way. <laughs> Only two on this earth. Yeah. Do it. You and a famous golfer. Yep. Two famous Amazing. people. Just ludicrous. Ah, honestly. Ah, it's weird. Do you wonder you wonder if um you know when Morelis come off why Cholak never come on the pitch? I know Sakala 
has been a big part and scored against Motherwell. But centre forward, Cholak for next week. Is he keeping Morelis for next week or is he keeping Cholak for next week? Because I, I've watched a lot of the game. I don't think Morelis has really had a terrific game. He's not uh, got a goal as well. I didn't see him really testing the goalkeeper too much. I think you're setting the agenda for Super Scoreboard Monday to Friday. Mm, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting the team lineups yeah. next Do week you well. put your Weetabix in before your milk or not? <laughs> Give us a call at 1419511025. Do you sit in the bath and then pour the tap? <laughs> exactly, you. Can't argue with that. 6 0. Oh my goodness. Lyle Cameron scored a hat trick. 76 minutes gone. Dundee 6, Hamilton 0. It's a worthless bobble now. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. I don't think the. Cup final will be getting remembered too fondly this no, evening. That, that's the sad thing about it. You, last week you're so high with the celebrations and the achievement, and it's a good achievement for Hamilton. But this week you're in a completely different mood. Six nil, and still time for more. Are we on for the ten? No, but I think we could be on for maybe seven or eight. Seven, the old seven spell out yeah, brackets after it needs to come into the seven club mark. We're oh, we are we're paid fully up paid members. Up members yet? Yep. Chairman, vice chairman. Yep, yep. Oh, it's nothing more scissor. So I do feel for John, but goes to show you Dundee. I mean, Queen's Park taking a lot of the plaudits this year in Dundee, going about their business nicely. It goes to show you they're mm. forced to be reckoned with. I just wonder who's going like that. Who's right? One point between them after today and Dundee with a game in hand. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so heating up always does the championship. It's always a very competitive division. I mean, jo- Queen's Park lost to Abroath last weekend. And now it's Raith Rovers mm. I mean the, Six w- points w- When do the wheels Get declared As having come off Well I think it's a quick fit job now <laughs> uh, John Spears wants a mention For North Motherwell FC Blues Under 13s Because they beat their ro- Local rivals Cambus, Neth and Talbot 4-2 in the league And he says I know you're a local lad In the Dazzler as a former player would appreciate this but yeah. you're torn but you're torn because you used to play for North Motherwell yeah. but you gave out the medals at the Canvas Sneth and Talbot oh, awards so I did. oh so I did I, oh, oh and I loved the Canvas too soon you glory hunter yeah yeah those boys are, I was, I was those, those boys are like the there. Hamilton boys the obviously the boys that weeks. night didn't listen to too much of my advice, advice. Yeah, they're getting possible. beat to bit North Motherwell were some team when I was involved mm. North Motherwell Oh, doing the Calder wide right on the Ashy Park Poof. Beep, beep <laughs> <laughs> Straight up the road Did you ever it. see the Ash pitches? Uh-huh. See when you couldn't kick the ball properly Did you ever make a wee kind of sandcastle <laughs> And put the ball <laughs> in it to get it <laughs> Oh, corner kick <laughs> You would see, the, you see your teammate main oh, A wee, a wee castle getting the ball Get back post, big man Just in that just a real sort of snapshot into how your mind works because Gordon DL me and I think everyone else would have just described it as a, a tea but you aye. described it as a wee sand castle aye aye because well, uh, yeah, you've got to make the wee, the wee dent in the middle for the body set and put a moat round it <laughs> <laughs> uh, take uh, a big height on it it's great one uh, yeah uh, yeah. Uh, Lions has come on for Dodge Kelly are doing well down to 10 men but still leading hearts and, and doing well um Big result at the top of League 2 potentially Dumbarton won Stenhouse Muir 2 uh, Thomas Orr with the goal Dumbarton were Looked a shoe in to win League 2 but Talking it's about wheels coming off Very much oh, still yeah. in Albion uh, In the ascendancy there Anything else doing Oda for Janelli for Hearts Just doesn't seem likely Hugh for the Jambos Well I mean I'm not even sure rescuing a point would, would suit the fans But that look, that in itself looks far enough off at this stage and the, the trouble for Robbie Nielsen is no one will listen 
But what a season he's had for injuries To lose Craig Gordon And Xander Clark You're now down to your third choice goalkeeper You've got a list of long term injuries As long as you're oh, Ludacris and Halkett, Boyce, Beningamy Yeah, yeah. Um, All Peter stars. Haring Yeah and then the rest have all had their shot as well But those are the kind of long term ones But the, the the fans won't take that into account He's had a difficult relationship with the fans I think Since the time he left Hearts To join the MK Dons as manager Even and before it, that though That was the point wasn't it Remember they were flying high And still there were doubters yeah, before it, that. He, he beat Rangers 4-1 mm-hmm. At Tynecastle Went second top of the league And left the following day And I don't think he's ever been I would like Probably to hear the reasoning given. behind that. You know, I, I get if he was an outsider coming <coughs> into the club and he was unpopular. He was at the club, you know, he played at a successful time at Hearts as well. So I wonder what the thinking is behind that. Now, you're right, so many injuries, but they are still at this moment sitting in third place. So that's got to be applauded as well. My clues have paid off. We're now starting to get more correct oh, answers too late, uh, too on late, the teaser. Listeners. I'm glad I've got some support. APTRM80, never milk first with cereal. <laughs> Never says, loved the lad Says that's worse than people Who don't take their tea bag out Before adding the milk <laughs> But yeah It worked good with Cocoa Pops So Get to see the, the milk <laughs> There we go che- Gradually change Sandcastles and Cocoa Pops. Pops How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I do like Cocoa Pops Have you ever tried oh, your Hold on oh. Big goal Goal Easter Road So it's either level oh. Hold on look at you first well, let me try and put my best poker face on. <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> it's an equaliser. 3-1 oh. to Motherwell. Yeah. Kevin Van Veen on the edge of the box. A brilliant free kick again. Motherwell been working on their set pieces over the international break. Flashed into the far corner. He is in red-hot goal-scoring form this season. 20 for 20 the season. 20 for the season. 1st of April for a team that... By and large, you would consider a struggling side this season. Well, they were a struggling side. They were down there. There was a lot of people um, tempting them for relegation at one point. Um, so to get 20, and by the way, 20 so far, there's still a lot of games to be played. You think of the percentage. Really? They've only scored 36 goals. He gets mm. 20 of them. You know, at this moment, incredible. there are people piling out of Easter Road. Jeering, and you're right. They are they're jeering and some are leaving. And here's why. The big winners today will be Aberdeen if they hold on to that one goal lead they have at Perth because they will go to within one point of Hearts and four points away from Hibs. Barry Robson's the big winner out of that trio today so long as he holds on to the one goal lead he has at McDermott Park. Absolutely. Certainly set up for a fantastic finish. Because um, some very interesting results today so far mm. Very, very interesting Also, indeed. I think St Mirren are a big winners today oh, they, huge, they, yeah. they, they leapfrog uh, Livingston and Tibbs So it's been a real good mm-hmm. day for our uh, Paisley men Got to say Not that. over yet, of course The Palmerston Pep, though He's made the changes, Hugh He's thrown on some subs, ah. tactical We've moved a few guys around And Lee Connolly has put Queen of the South 2-1 up against Peterhead The way things are going at Hibbs <laughs> Palmerston Pep was back at Easter Road shortly We'd like that, that's for sure Mm. Sorry Queen of the South fans Um, But there we are Anything else doing at the moment? I don't think so Let's do one last check on the teaser Hugh, I'll do the answers in just two minutes But just in case anyone needs to try and get over that line I have played alongside Lee Hodgson and Gary Naismith I have been managed by Ian McCall and Roberto Di Matteo I have won promotion in two different countries 
I've been loaned out four times But only ever played for one club Outside of the UK Who am I? Scott McClellan thinks it's Jason Holt No Peter Gray thinks it's Ross McCormick Ross McCormick, no Juan Douglas thinks it's Gary Teal No And Paul McKean thinks it's Derek McInnes Not Del Boy Come on, you're all nearly there There's lots of you do have it right now We're nearly there That's your uh, That's your final set of clues Brighton still look for an equaliser I can't believe it um, Motherwell's free kick taking Gordon you will enjoy the highlights of these Let me Brilliant tell you are Yeah I think Goss Both of them um, All credit to Stuart Kettlewell It's a Fantastic scoreline so far Soon to be result But what a shocker for Lee Jones Up in the stand today wasn't he uh, Roger Hanna said to have a touchline yeah, ban right. He'll be up in a plane shortly He's been up in the <laughs> Up in the stand a big result coming in at the top of the English Premier League you always give it a passing mention Man City beating Liverpool earlier on uh, was it 4-1 in the end I think yeah, yeah. and a similar scoreline Arsenal 4 leads 1 Granite Xhaka has added a fourth for Arsenal will Scott McTominay get a game for Man U oh, tomorrow oh no John Rankin oh no oh, no seven oh, brackets in the club open the brackets 7 Dundee oh, 7 club. Hamilton nil with a good as much as 10 minutes left by the time you add on the yeah. the additional time when was that Hamilton was that Hamilton Morton 10 was it 10 10 2 10 2 yeah yeah so no it's not going to get to 10 no no chance. no 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 seven seven's enough yeah well you you'd always want to say that teams when they get to about what four or five take yeah. their foot off the gas Dundee obviously not in that frame of mind today Ranks will be hoping to do not Hearts of toiling That is the message From Rugby Park I don't think It will be a popular Outcome at all Amongst the away fans They always take good crowds Everywhere they go And that will be a furious reception If this one stays The way it is Well I think so Especially when they're looking round about them Like you rightly pointed out there When you see Aberdeen With Barry Robson A transformed side And you're thinking Just weeks ago It looked like Hearts were nailed on for third But they've got Aberdeen Chasing them down Obviously Ab's getting beat But They're not too far the behind big, either The big worry is Ross County Dundee United Because Kamarnock are sneaking If they get the three points Sneaking it Slowly away Motherwell are slowly away now St Johnston yet Losing today They've stayed there But there's a little bit of a gap growing Arfield, Suter and Cholak All on So it was a back three Before So you'd imagine John Suter slots into that And uh, the rest will go to their familiar Rules as well Not too long left So it's not Overly dramatic But yeah It's a uh, funny game At uh, Perth we It's need. actually Sorry The three midfielders Have come off for Rangers So Cantwell Tillman And Jack Off um, mm. Arfield Suter And Cholak On Well uh, you could take your pick Who was man of the match Out of those But probably Tillman Because he's goals But having Cantwell Top notch today Rangers fans will go home Happy With what they witnessed This afternoon Tell you what One of the results Of the day Might come up at Cove because Partick mm. Thistle have scored a fifth through Danny Mullen so Cove nil Partick <coughs> Thistle five right Hugh let's dish out some awards oh. the second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside Lee Hodgson and Gary Naismith I have been managed by Ian McCall and Roberto Di Matteo I've won promotion in two different countries I've been loaned out four times But only ever played for one club outside of the UK I am Craig Beatty Craig Beatty, well done if you got it right Mark Wilson did, yeah. lots of yep. you did eventually 
But it had you thinking Well done to Claire In third place Claire takes the bronze Derek FM In second place And Shandy Garden <laughs> I don't know either Is the winner Of that second half teaser I love that Always like to get you lot involved And you've done very well I must say Good showing on there And uh, some good Responses to that one Yep old Happy teammate Yep, yep old pal that. Old neighbour as well Beats great guy Oh a goal Must he, be He's celebrating <laughs> Which can only mean one thing Yeah, The Seagulls Have they equalised have they Yes 3-3 yeah. three, three. Mm. What a game that'll be tonight <clears throat> Absolutely six goal thriller um, it's the, and it's it's the it's the Scottish sounding member of the team, McAllister, it's Alexis McAllister, yeah. who scored a 90th minute penalty. That will be popular amongst your grandkids. I'm absolutely sure of it. They'll be there today with their season tickets. Right? Are we getting any late drama anywhere? Is there scope for any oh, a hearts um, equaliser? Would that is the, that about all you? The, would... the real sickener would be if Barry Robson conceded now, sure. having having led for so long. No mention of St Johnston doing against very ten much. men. Yeah. So, you know, as I say, potentially he's the winner out of that triumvirate of Hearts, Aberdeen, not and Hibs. Yeah, not looking likely for Hearts at all. VAR is checking a handball penalty for Rangers. It was a Cholak header, um, possibly blocked by a hand. We've had a few of these elsewhere today, two in one game at St Mirren. Um, that's possibly. What Gabriel thinks is, which is not always, um, it's not always easy to tell because play can rage on, and then you're waiting for a stoppage. Um, but it might be that Rangers get to just add that something extra to the scoreline. A bit of icing on the cake. I'll tell you, you what. St. Johnson have had a golden chance as well. Oh, it? It. Yeah, Holberg. He's just completely miskicked it in front of the Aberdeen goal. Should have scored. What a result that would oh, have been. Well, that's a lift for Motherwell as well because Motherwell leapfrog St. Johnston as things stand at the moment. Mm. So, you know, inch by inch, Stuart Kettlewell crawling up that league Top table. Six, here we come. Gap's just a Europe. bit big, isn't it? No, Gap's yeah. a bit big. No. Yeah. Play on at Ibrox. Play on. Well, Motherwell go to 33 six today. Six points behind. No No it'll be St Mirren one it's Sorry Mirren. my apologies It'll be Hibs It'll no, be Hibs 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 So you'd be seven points behind seven Hibs Seven points And the way Hibs are going about their business And Motherwell I think Yeah but there's only three next, games till the split I know but the next Next two games After are at this. home aren't they yeah, next, Again Yeah You have not thought this through No no have you? Three games to the split Right We get nine They mm. get nil we're up there. I mean, I, I get, I get that it's possible. There you go. There just, you go. Say no more. Anyway, I think maybe too Europe, little, too late. Passport out. Big booze at Rugby Park just because of the amount of added time. Seven minutes. Seven minutes for Hearts to find an equaliser. I'd like to see the dugouts yeah. at Fleetwood because Gary <laughs> Caldwell's Exeter have just scored a ninety-first minute equaliser against Scott Brown's Fleetwood. Oh. Mm, we'd have liked that one, Gaz. We'll be shaking each other warmly by the throat. Six minutes added at Easter Road. I'm not sure how many Hibs fans are left to witness it. They're not too impressed with what they've seen. The travelling support will be delighted, though, that's for sure. And full time, big result at the top of League mm. Two Elgin nil, Stirling Albion three. You see, Lee Johnson can talk all he likes about oh, it's too easy for Ange Postacoglu here, and uh, the gap between Celtic Rangers and the rest is, is horrific. But at home, with the greatest respect to you North Lanarkshire boys, at home to Motherwell, you cannot be losing 3-1. Well, the budget will be double Motherwell's yeah. anymore, won't it? Yeah. Maybe even... Yeah. And if, you're, if your intention at kick-off time was to 
reduce the deficit between yourselves and Hearts and have the satisfaction of beating them to a place in Europe, it's doubly disappointing because Hearts have lost, lost as and well. so did you. Um, That's why I think you, you do have to be very careful when you're making comments like that yeah. about the Celtic manager and the Rangers manager. You need to get your business done yeah. uh, and make sure you, you turn up on the Saturday. And done that. That. Don't get involved in it. That's the way. Just concentrate on your own club. You've got enough tr- troubles there without worrying yeah. about anybody else's. Listen, Lee Johnson can keep saying what he likes yeah, from, makes from, headlines. from our perspective, but I get if you were involved in the game. Uh, oh, he's done it. The Palmer yes, well Queen done, Marv. Two, Peter well Head, one. He's on, a mm. great, he's on a good run, you know. By the way, playoffs, no. That would be a bit too far yeah. out his reach, maybe, maybe but tough. he has done very well since he's went in there. Um, what else have we got coming in? The late goals going in in England, certainly. Palace look like they've snatched it. Against Leicester, Brendan Rodgers won't be happy. Get Dundee. yourself an old guy in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aye. He's old Roy at overs. Good result. Back. It's Dundee Palace. seven, Hamilton nil, and it's all over. Wow. Oh, John Rankin will be delighted with that. Great, great result for Dundee. Uh, really timing the run. It's all about this time of the season. Just getting that form, timing your run. Seven today. Oh, train will be brilliant on Monday. So uh, that's going to be really a competitive uh, last few. Well, there's still a f- last few months. Let's say terrible for Hamilton though. <sighs> yeah, I mean, struggling. it's hard to bounce back from that. You know, the players dejected. Been there as a player. Been there as a manager. I know both sides of it. So it's going to be a long old week for John Rankin and his players. The well, only good. The only good thing is they're still on the heels of Cove. Cove have lost so far 70 goals this season. That's incredible. Seven, that is 70 unbelievable. goals. As I said, goalkeeper got gloves. <laughs> got got I'd get him two big garage doors and let him stand. But one, of the, one of those goals was a goalkeeper that scored it. Was it not Partick Thistle up there? Yeah. Oh, he so they're losing. Here that was, wasn't it? It was up for Hill, I think, wasn't it? No, it was, no, it was, it was at Cove. How was it? Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, they're losing goals to everybody. Every player, uh, every position on the park. Uh, uh, I bet it's one of them when Paul Hartley comes in, they're going, ah, don't, I'm injured. Goalie's Graham injured. Shinney has been sent off for Aberdeen, a second yellow for a tackle on right. He was speaking to the press yesterday, Graham Shinney, talking about how much he's loving it here and just focusing on getting results rather than Worrying about his own future, but he's going to. Like, I like Shinny. Yeah, you always have. His <laughs> short term future will look like a small suspension because he's been sent off. Hearts are now pushing hard, but pff, might be a bit late for that. Mm. What did you say there? Seven minutes? Was it seven minutes of stoppage time? Yeah, Six it was, minutes? Yeah. yeah, but we're about four into that now. Four in. Oh, well. Well um, done to Kelly, by the way, because about to ten men. Yeah. With a lot of time left against a very good heart side with Shanklin and Snodgrass was playing one today and all the creative. Elements they've got. So Infernal will be winning the league next uh, weekend because they've drawn at home to Kelty Hearts. 1 1? 0 0. 0 0. Oh, that'd have been a good game. Dull attempt. affair. Yeah, send me, send me to that one next <laughs> week. The sounds of it. <laughs> um, if we're going to get anything, it's going to have to come in the form of a Hearts equaliser, but it's not looking overly likely. They're giving it a push. It's full time at Ibrooks, Gabriel. Yes, Rangers 2, Dundee United 0 at the full-time whistle. Malik Tillman stole the show here in Govan, his brace securing all three points for the Jers. Rangers started well enough, had plenty of the ball. With the half approaching, 
things were perhaps starting to get a little tense and up stepped Tillman. A brilliant pass through from Todd Cantwell. Tillman duly slid the ball past Mark Birigiti from six yards out. It was nearly two in stoppage time before the interval. Ryan Kent with a great curling effort. Just looked like it had been tipped onto the bar after two stepovers from him and it rattled off the underside. Uh, they started in the same vein in the second half. 55th minute, Tillman got his second. Uh, he took his time in the box, just keeping it away from defenders with a few lovely touches. He struck it low, he struck it hard and the keeper got a hand on it but he couldn't stop the net bulging. That's his 12th goal of the season his first campaign here in Scotland the game just opened up from there Tillman Kent Cantwell zipping the ball about a really good display and the second half was some of the best that we have seen under Beal certainly here at Ibrox and those three behind the striker so bright look like they've got great link up and that's positive for them going forward but they created so many chances Morelos Jack Tavernier Barisic Kent all could and some should have scored. Beal will want his team to be more clinical going forward. The foot came off the gas in the last 15 minutes uh, as several changes in play, uh, personnel and formation were made for Dundee United. A tough day. I mean, it could have been worse. Their best effort was Craig Sibbald in the first half. A swerving strike from about 20 yards out. Just missed the target. A great effort. But that was all they had all afternoon. And looking at Rangers, they've got the gap down to six points. Now the pressure is back on Celtic to extend it to nine when they go to Dingwall tomorrow before next Saturday's Old Firm at Parkhead. So all eyes now turn to the hoops. But it was all about Malik Tillman today. Full-time here at Ibrox. Rangers 2, Dundee United nil. Come on then, Rangers fans. What did you make of that? How impressed were you? I take it Malik Tillman caught the eye. How do you feel about trying to make sure you sign him in this summer? Get your calls in right now, please. First other full-time whistle was Easter Road. Roger Hanna. Only in one, multiple three. Kevin Van Veen reaches 20 goals for this season. It's Wales' first win over Hibs in eight games. And relegation is now just a distant worry for Stuart Kettlewell. 13 points from 18 under the new boss. Motherwell are up to eight in the Premiership table. And it was a deserved win at Easter Road to hurt Hibs' Euro ambitions. It's their third straight defeat. There were jeers from the home fans in the main stand surrounding manager Lee Johnson, who was in the director's box. But it was the steelmen from start to finish who dominated. They could have been ahead in Inside seven minutes, Kevin Van Veen threw a great save by David Marshall. The ball rebounding to the edge of the box where Dean Cornelius was fouled by Jake Doyle-Hayes. He landed a booking, but a bigger punishment was in Sean Goss. Fired an exquisite left foot free kick into the postage stamp corner from 22 yards. That really set the tone. Hits at half chances. Matthew Hobbs cut back, hacked away by Paul again. Liam Kelly making a save from Kevin Nisbet. And then Chris Cadden coming off the right flank and curling a left foot shot off target. But Van Veen almost scored just before the break, busting clear, poking a shot beyond Marshall, but it slipped inches past the post. He did get on the score sheet after 54 minutes, however, this time from the penalty spot, a ball spinning between Blair Spittle and David Marshall. The mother will player just got his toe to it first. He was cleaned out by the Hibs goalkeeper who earned a booking. It was Val Chegg, but it was confirmed as a spot kick. Van Veen hit it. Marshall got his body to it, but it just squirmed under him and into the back of the net for two. Goss then tried to beat Marshall from the halfway line, just like Patrick Sheik in the Euros, but the keeper this time got back to hold it under the bar. Mother will sent on Harry Payton for a debut for the injured Spittle and out the blue Hibs get a lifeline in the game in 62 minutes. Cadden's cross, Nisbet's header. It was 2-1. Harry McCurdy, the Hibs sub, then threatened an equaliser with an angle drive that flew inches wide of the far post, but Motherwell 
got back on top and got a deserved third in 81 minutes. Debutant Peyton, he was floored by Will Fish at an angle on the left just outside the box. Another set piece, another fine finish by Van Veen, right-footed across Marshall into the far corner. He was heading shoulders above anyone else in the park this afternoon. He deserved the win, so did Motherwell. Hibernian in one, Motherwell three. Great result that for Motherwell through in the capital. We've also got full times at St Mirren. Fraser Wishart. Yeah, full time here. Sitting on three, Livingston nil, and a standing ovation from the three home stands for the players. The Sitman fans are absolutely delighted with their ninth home win of the season. We said beforehand it was a must win, and they did so comfortably. All the goals coming in the first 45 minutes. Two penalties by Mark O'Hara, both for handball given by VAR and Samish in between. A first goal for the club by Tony Watt, and all assisted by Curtis Main, who was outstanding. Comfortably and deserved ahead, Sitman at half time. 15 seconds, grind strain cross, flicked up into the air. Curtis Main got his head to it, a hit fits water in the hand. John Beaton said no penalty after a four minute VAR check, he was sent over to the screen, he gave the penalty, and Mark O'Hara calmly stepped up to stroke the ball past the goalkeeper to his right. He scored another one in 45, 41 minutes, sorry, a penalty, and it was almost identical this time, in almost identical circumstances. Main deflect this time with his foot to hit Jason Holt in hand. John Beaton said no penalty, awarded after VAR. O'Hara stepped up and put it into the same corner. And in between Tony Watt, getting his first goal for the club. It was main, did really well. Got to the byline and cut the ball back. Watt held off the challenge by De Lucas and calmly rounded George to tap the ball into the back of the net. Nicky Devlin almost gave Livingston a lifeline just on half-time. The hook shot that hit the bar and the post. But changes at half-time. Montana and Omiyonga on for Penrice and Holt by David Martin. They only made a difference because Livy were far better in the second half. Only 20, min- 20 seconds gone. In the second half, Montano powered the header towards goal. Really good diving save by Carson. Then a minute later, Devlin broke on the right-hand side and his shot come cross was just inches wide of the far post. At the other end, quick feet by Ryan Strain. The St Mirren right fullback gave himself space. His lovely chip just drifted inches wide. But then a, a, a spell where Livy had a few chances. Nubly shrugged off Shaughnessy and he's uh, a challenge. He got space inside the box, 16 yards out, shot over when he really could have scored. But as the game went on, you could just see the heart going out of the Livy game as they realised they couldn't get back into this one. It's often happened. Sitman quite comfortable, couldn't quite hit the same high as the first half. Happy to sit deep and hold on to the three-goal lead. Gogic, again, outstanding as well. Denied a tap-in by a brilliant Fitzwater touch of the back post. Curtis Main, still a real threat, a couple of efforts. And then Joe Shaughnessy, with a firm header, really powerful, but straight at Shamal George. Carson's called into action in the 84th minute to touch a Kelly shot over, but Saints saw the game out comfortably. A day to forget for Livingston. They were off it all day, but a good day all round for St Mern. With Hibs losing, they jump into fifth place. Just three games to go before the battle for top six is ended. Full time in Paisley, St Mern 3, Livingston 0. Massive result that one. What about Rugby Park? Did Kilmarnock hang on, David Friel? They certainly did. Gordon, full time. Kilmarnock, two hearts, won this place. Absolutely erupted at full time. What a win for Kelly in a battle to avoid relegation. And what an effort from Derek McInnes' side. He would have been happy to get three points in any fashion, but he did it the hard way after playing the last half hour with ten men following Rory McKenzie's red card. Danny Armstrong scored. Christian Doyle scored. After two Xander Clark mistakes in that first half, this was a brilliant team display from Kelly. They're six points ahead of the United at the bottom. This could be a huge win for their season. As for Hearts, I think it may be crisis mode now. They are in a real form slump. They've lost five of the last six games. The away fans, they were booing at full time. Robbie Nielsen taking a lot of stick. They have been chased hard by Aberdeen in that race for third. Only a point between them now. 
Kelly, as I said, the Philly deserved. He started really well, but then Hearts stunned him into opening on seven minutes. Long Shankland is now in 22 for the season after a brilliant low finish from the angle of the box. Kelly kept going. Equaliser came in 22 minutes. First disaster for Xander Clark. Liam Donnelly's drive had power, but it was straight at the goalkeeper. He spilled it. He then brought down Kyle Vassell and Danny Armstrong did the rest from the spot for his 10th of the season. Clark held his hands up for that one. He then went down with a hamstring injury. He got treatment. Ross Stewart was ready to come on. Robin Nielsen kept him on and disaster struck just before half time Armstrong whipped in a brilliant cross Clark came out to take it he missed it and Christian Dodge the Hibs player did the rest Clark was taken off at the break no surprise there and Hearts then had to chase the game they did have some chances they had corners Lorne Shankland twice he had efforts Sam Walker pretty comfortable saves but then came the red card on the hour mark Rory McKenzie he was guilty of following through on George Grant it was a VAR check he was sent off after that, you thought Hearts were going to come strong, but they didn't really. Kelly were good. They can't in the break. Kel Vassell had a chance. Young David Washington, absolutely outstanding. He had a chance as well. Hearts did press in the final stages, but Kelly held on and they fully deserved it. They placed it full time. They spirit it together. Kelly fully believed they can stay up. As for Hearts, a lot to chew over. Full time, Kilmarnock 2, Hearts 1. Another huge result in two different ways, you'd have to say. Kelly fans, Hearts fans, you're more than welcome. Step up to the plate and talk to us. What about McDermott Park, Dave Galloway? St Johnson nil, Aberdeen one, and all action starts this game. Saints going very close after a corner. Gordon's volley, uh, brilliantly parried by Roos, who also did well to deal with Considine's follow-up. But Considine got a straight red card on his birthday as well for a last-man challenge on Mayovsky, who had been put through by Shinny following a VAR review that also changed a penalty award to a free kick just outside uh, the box. Visiting keeper Roos though was forced into action shortly after to block. Rudden's effort at his near post at the other end. Ramadani's curler from the edge of the box clipped the woodwork and it took a superb save by Matthews to turn uh, McDonald's header from Clarkson's free kick behind. Aberdeen went ahead after 31 minutes. McDonald connected with Hayes Connor. Matthews seemed to have dealt with things but fumbled the ball in. Majowski headed Hayes cross wide in first half injury time when he really should have hit the target and that was a, a very decent chance to make it 2-0. In the second half plenty possession from Aberdeen but St Johnson were very well organised and making things hard for their opponents this meant uh, that there was very little happening of note in contrast to an entertaining first half. Saints though should have equalised when Mays Cross uh, found Halberg but his header lacked the power or direction to trouble Roos but Duncan went close to uh, doubling the Dons lead the young sub cutting in from the right hand side to curl a drive from the edge of the box that uh, flashed wide. Halberg looked certain to score an equaliser for Saints when Murphy set him up and he miskicked right in front of goal while Clarkson failed to hit the target when he had space in the box at the other end. On 91 minutes Aberdeen skipper Shinney was sent off. A second yellow card for him for a tackle on, on right. St Johnson, it has to be said, deserve uh, a lot of credit for their uh, gutsy second-half display, a header uh, from skipper Gordon uh, hitting the bar right at the death. But it's job done for Aberdeen, who narrow the gap on third place in the Premiership to just one point. St Johnston nil, Aberdeen one. A very, very interesting day indeed. So let's hear your thoughts. So one four one nine five one one zero two five. That is the beauty of this stage on a Saturday. You've been to the game, and you then tell us. 
what you made of it always like this last hour of the show we get everyone involved so let's hear it then Rangers fans you'll be coming out of Ibrox now what did you make of that today how satisfactory was it there's been a bit of a theme this season where you're always looking for a bit more and feel you should have scored more and, and the performance was a bit underwhelming was it like that today or was it better Malik Tillman was clearly uh, the star of the show how would you assess his performance and how do you feel now about making his move a permanent one in the summer Pick up the phone And let us know Motherwell fans Come on Surely some bragging from you Going all the way through To the capital Coming back With three points And if we're talking about Capital woe Hibs and Hearts Would be in there together You Hearts fans Where are we? Are we in crisis mode yet? Or is there still a bit to go? Do let us know St Mirren fans Arguably result of the day From you Why not get in touch? And Celtic fans Will preview Ross County Against Celtic For tomorrow as well So come on down 0141 951 1025. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Mark Wilson, Hugh Evans, and Gordon Dale are here, but they want to hear from you. What did you make of your team's performance this afternoon? That is the aim of the game on the open line on a Saturday evening. So, Rangers fans, if you're just coming out of Ibrooks, what did you make of it? How would you sum up the performance? Are you still looking for a bit more? Are you looking for more goals, more cutting edge? Or does today not fall into that bracket? Was it good? Was it comfortable? Do let us know. What about Malik Tillman? He gets a double today. He's well into double figures now for the season. He's in red hot scoring form. How much do you want to keep him come this summer? 01419511025. Big wins for Motherwell, St Mirren. And Aberdeen, Kilmarnock So your fans will all be delighted If you want to share your happiness And on the other side of that Hearts fans, Hibs fans What is happening? Hearts in particular A really bad run at the moment Share your thoughts please And of course A nod to Ross County against Celtic tomorrow as well Hugh Keevans, it's been quite a day Well I'm just looking Dundee United rock bottom of the table And with uh, Kilmarnock getting that spirited win over Hearts They're six points away from them now I mean, we're getting into eight games left for these two and a six-point gap between Dundee United and Kilmarnock. That's heavy stuff. Uh, we'll see what happens to Ross County tomorrow. Great day for Motherwell. They leapfrog St Johnston. So Stuart Kettlewell has done a magnificent job. Uh, St Mirren leapfrog Livingston. Again, Stephen Robinson has done a terrific job. But the losers today... Dundee United who lose ground, significant ground uh, and Hibs who lose significant ground as well and fall out with their own supporters because they've all gone home early and we know who they're blaming It's good few standout results in there Rangers against Dundee United went the way we all expected but the rest, you've got to say Motherwell away at Easter Road a terrific performance and result matched by Kilmarnock at home to a very good heart side and then St Mirren three up in no time at home Olivier and Aberdeen Nicking a goal against 10 men St Johnson To keep in Hearts tails So good day for a lot of managers out there Who may have been feeling the pressure But yeah it's been a good afternoon Yeah it's not been a good afternoon for Dundee United And probably Ross County tomorrow They're starting to get a drift at the bottom Worrying times Great result for Derek McInnes Certainly needed it but I keep saying If Kilmarnock are going to stay in this league And pull away from the, the relegation problems They've got to get it right In the 
away games which they've not done so far this season but that was a good result down to 10 men showed a lot of character Rangers routine three points it's over to Celtic tomorrow in Dingwall it is indeed if you want to talk about that game in Dingwall it's the same number we'll preview that one we'll look back on today 01419511025 Brian is a Rangers fan were you at the game today Brian? yes I was at the game with my son today yeah what did you make of it? Uh, I thought it was, I was I was unimpressed um, it was a good solid performance but I'm expecting more against a team that's fighting relegation if I'm honest Is this a bit of a theme at Ibrox this season um, Brian even under Michael Beale look, everybody knows you cannot argue with the the number of league wins in, in, in Michael Beale's time but he himself said yesterday something he said before that the next step is to really add convincing performances at Ibrox Easter Road was very good Tynecastle was very good what is it about these Ibrox games? I think, see, when, I mean, if you take today's game as an example, we, we played pretty much the whole game in the final third. They put four, six guys behind the ball, facing the play all the time. It just goes left to right, right to left. Um, I think it's really just quite predictable and quite easy for, for defenders to, to play against. Um, they like some Tillman and Cantwell, fantastic, just want to get forward, want to move the ball, but there's there's a lack of options. When you play one up top at Ibrox, it's, you, I think you're just shutting yourself down. I don't think the way that we shape up really gives us any other option than to go left and right, if I'm honest. Well, it could be, not that this will cheer um, Brian up, but it could be worse if Cantwell has only just been signed and Tillman you know there was an accusation that it was even it was even less creative not that long ago but yeah. I, I'm seeing a theme here Gordon I feel like a lot of these 3 o'clock Saturdays Ibrooks, feel like we have the same discussion afterwards yeah I think what the Rangers fans will enjoy today was especially the first goal I thought the first goal was a absolute terrific terrific move Cantwell and Tillman uh, great ball and Tavernier fires and Tillman uh, Cantwell round the corner good finish I think the problem for Rangers at Ibrox is if they go away from home like say Easter Road I think Hibs played right into Rangers hands they come out they attack. They tried to attack Rangers Rangers far too strong it's the same when they go to other grounds you'll get teams that will have a little bit of go because they're at home at Ibrox most teams apart from Celtic pitch up there and they stick mm. everybody behind the ball and try and hit them in the counter-attack and Rangers yeah. play too slow a football to break them down quickly and I think that's where the frustration's coming and from. The, th- the thing is, Mark, look, everybody knows that that's what's going to happen and it happens then every time you, you play at home so it can be frustrating, fine, but you just ultimately have to find a way of, of blitzing through it and dare I say it, you, you, the elephant in the room when you discuss this is the fact that Celtic are doing it as well because yeah. Dundee United will go to Celtic Park and try and do that and so will Ross County and so will Livingston and so on. You need to find that way, I well, suppose, if you're Michael Cel- Celtic are just in a, a totally different place from Rangers at the minute. They, they've got a style of play that every team they come up against find it hard to track runners but they've also got players who can just unlock that wee bit of magic. So it is different. But football's funny because I'm watching that you, game. You thought Rangers I were thought good today. Rangers didn't you? were. I thought they were good today. Now I will agree with Brian. Most of the game was played in the final third, and if anything was lacking, it was that you know killer instinct just to finish teams off. I thought a lot of the stuff around about the box was good. You look at the chances created, then you look at Kent looked much livelier. Crashes one off the bar. Thought Jack could have scored. I thought Tillman could have probably added to to his two goals. Cantwell looked lively. 
You've got to ask yourself something, Matt. Is it a lot better than... Let's go back to the last time Dundee United were at Ibrox. I think Cholak scored 2-0. Two, two and the Rangers fans left in their droves about 75 minutes because they didn't like what they were watching. It was better today. I agree with Mark. But I don't think it's up to the standard that the Rangers fans are looking for. Michael Beale might well say, Brian, but come on, look at the points. We're winning comfortably. I know what you're saying. It might not be exciting, but it was never in doubt. Um, today, has he got the right to sort of point to that win percentage and and maybe feel some of the criticisms a bit harsh? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I, I'm, I, I know I'm being a bit harsh in the squad because expe- my expectations of what I want to see in a Saturday is probably a lot higher than we can get to right now, but... Um, I think Gordon touched. Somebody touched on it a second ago around the fact that Celtic are a different animal right now. The way I see the difference for me is that when Celtic come up against a Dundee United like today, they will play the ball left to right. They'll try putting a ball into the channel. They'll go over the top. They're absolutely giving defenders lots to think about. They don't know whether to turn, whether to sit, whether to hold a line. Um, for us, it's it's just you just know where it's going, right? You know it's going out to Tav. You know it's coming in and. Uh, there's a couple of passes in the middle maybe it's going back to Jack um, it's really quite predictable and I'd like to see his varying enough play and giving defenders a lot more to think about in the final third and I think if we do that we might score a bit more goals and, and, and it might be a bit more attractive for us well, Glasgow standards are different Hugh we know that there's a yeah. reason for it these teams are massive winning is not always enough and the world will look a different place if Rangers beat Celtic next Saturday um, I don't think that Michael Beale is playing with the team that he wants because he wants a big summer He's already stipulated five new signings um, He's going, not through the motions But he's going through the fixtures uh, With a squad of players that he knows Will be substantially changed in the summertime um, Celtic tend to get you out of your seats Brian is telling you that Rangers don't have that effect on him um, But I have to think practically the lead is now six points. Celtic must win in Dingwall tomorrow, otherwise the game at I at Celtic Park next Saturday becomes an altogether species, altogether different mm. species. Um, so w- it remains to be seen if Celtic do win tomorrow and win next Saturday as well, then Brian can just say, "I knew that was going to happen," and he'll wait until Rangers make their summertime signings. Uh, thank you very much to Brian from AR 01419511025. Ross is a Rangers fan. Were you there as well, Ross? I, I was there. I'm just on the, the car home just now. Oh, it's a slow drive at this time of night, I'm sure. Um, well, let's flip it a little bit because you might have the same concerns as Brian. What did you like about today? I mean, let's start on a positive. What about Malik Tillman? Tillman, Tillman for me, is the best young player I've seen at Ibrox since Barry Ferguson. Eh? He's brilliant. If it wasn't for, for him today, we probably would have drew that game. He's just got a touch of class about him that's but if if we're gonna rebuild in the summer and Bill's getting money to spend then he's gotta be he's gotta be a part of it. It's just he's a, a top player. Yeah, Mark, it's funny because lots of people are already on Twitter and the previous caller talking about how Rangers are, you know, sort of missing a spark. You almost then dread to think what that lack of spark would look like if Malik Tillman wasn't there yeah. and if you know Todd Cantwell's only just in, in in January. Has he been the real has he been the one proper standout in that creative area? Yeah, well, all season, not just today, but you know, any midfielder touched on it earlier. Any midfielder that gets in double figures 
it's worth their weight in gold. Now, if that's £5 million in this current climate, I think that's good business to get him in. Plus, you're not spending £5 million and wondering how he will settle in. You're paying £5 million for him knowing that he's getting you those goals and he's he's integrated into a team and into a style. So, he's. I think he really has been a standout all season. Now, it, it, it peaks and troughs like any young player does, but for the large part of it, he's the one that's grabbed games with a scruff of the neck when Rangers have been struggling and pulled him through. He's got six goals in his last six games, Gordon. He's been excellent, you've got to say. Um, I agree. I think that every Rangers fan leaving Ibrox or watching it on Rangers TV or whatever will be desperate to get that deal over the line. Five million, yeah, you can question the money, but... For a 20-year-old that you know inside out, you know is delivering at this moment in time, then I'm sure every Rangers fan would love to see that deal getting done as quickly as possible. Yeah, I mean, Ross, that if that is the price that's been thrown out there a lot, you think that's a, a definite for the summer? You've seen enough? Oh, definitely. I mean, at the end of the day, he only played barely any first-team football before he's, he's came to us this year. I mean, if you spend £5 million, I'm pretty confident you could recoup that and more, obviously, in a couple of years' time. It's, it's a no-brainer for me. Just get, but he's getting better every, every time. At the start of the season, he was he looked good, but the last couple of months, obviously, his, his numbers, he's scoring basically nearly every game now. So definitely, if you spend five million for him, you'll get that back and and plenty on top of it. The relationship between the club and the Rangers fans in terms of recruitment is a delicate one at the moment. We saw the banners at Motherwell a couple of weeks ago. Time for change. I think, they were, I think they were out outside Ibrox today, and Again. then they were, I think they were removed before, before the game. But you know, on that at the corner yeah. on the roundabout. Well, this makes Malik Tillman the number one priority, I would say, because the Rangers fans are making it clear that they can see all the potential in the world. We know the price is around five mm. million. Rangers have got to do that, otherwise, the tension that exists. Will get even worse. Yeah, and yet some people will say, "Yeah, but goalkeeper's priority and a number nine's a priority." Yeah, but, but there's but, a conversations for a, another day. I'm talking about the man who provides the spark, and right now his name is Malik Tillman. Yeah, I mean Ross, is he? If I was to sort of paraphrase the previous caller, is Malik Tillman papering over some of the the cracks going forward? Is that is that fair? Did you see similar concerns to the previous caller today? For me, they're overplaying it a bit. Eh? They're getting in good positions, but they're overplaying it trying to walk in. He's the one that will take a bit of a risk. And obviously, there's quite a lot of side-to-side stuff playing on on the opponent's 18-yard box and that. But he's the one that can can break the lines and score for you. So I don't know. Obviously, there's a big rebuild in the summer. Ross Wilson, I, I probably wouldn't let him pick my nose. So I don't know. We'll see in the summer how it goes. But for me, Tillman's got to be the first priority. On that note, 01419511025. If you call now, there's a good chance you'll be on next. Gordon Diel, Mark Wilson, Hugh Evans all here. They've just witnessed a dramatic afternoon of Scottish Premiership action. Is there any other kind of afternoons of Scottish Premiership action? And it's now over to you to get your thoughts in so far. Lots of Rangers fans getting in touch, pleased with the result, not overly excited by the performance, but delighted with Malik Tillman's contribution. That's been the theme so far. If you want to agree, give us a call. If you want to shake it up and disagree, give us a call. We'll hopefully start hearing from some managers very soon. Although times are changing, Hugh, because at half past five on a Saturday, the games didn't 
finish that long ago because of all the VAR checks and so on? Well, this will be a recurring theme and we just have to get used to it because it's not going away. Um, but I don't know, I wonder about the effect it has on people. And Celtic fans, we could look ahead to tomorrow as well. If that tickles your fancy, let's do Jack and Shettleston. No, Malik Tillman, Jack, is that the main talking point from today? Yeah, I think so, guys. How, how are we? Yeah, good, thanks. Aye. I think the difference between Tillman with Gio when he was with Gio to Bill was unbelievable. I think by the looks of it, sometimes when he was with Gio, you're like, he's not trying a, a hand at all. He's not bothered. And then with, with Bill, it's totally different. He does seem to be putting a shift in, really trying. And then you start to think, with Gio telling him, just don't bother tracking back, just stay up there and cheat. Anyway, as like people would used to say, and they kind of played against him a wee bit because sometimes he was getting absolutely slaughtered for not trying. But he's totally different now with Michael Beale, it seems. Don't know what you think about that. Lots of players like that, I would say. I mean, the, the difference. You can talk about Rangers and just how exciting it is, particularly at Ibrox. But if Giovanni Van Bronckers has still been in charge, that was the type of game that Rangers would have drawn. Uh, so he has made a difference, but not yet enough of a difference. And Malik Tillman... Um, we're very interested to see his performance next Saturday because the Celtic game is one in which yeah. he has not risen to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right because when I say he scored six in his last six, he got a double today. Mm. Do the arithmetic. The one game in his last six that he didn't score in was the Celtic game. Was he fit before it? I and mean, people questioned that, but you would be right. They would be looking for something. Do you recognise an upturn under? Michael Beale compared yeah, to without a doubt I previous. think Beale, Beale also mentioned that they'd been working closely with him and uh, you know certain aspects of his game positionally when he arrived next to the frontman I think you can certainly see that particularly some of the goals he's scored I mean that one today that's you know instinct and that's been worked on you need the players to play the pass around the corner but Tillman obviously knows when to make the run but Hugh is right a big one for Rangers fans will be how can Tillman take that to the next level? So he's the spark and he has been the spark for a lot of the season but they need the spark mm. on the big occasion and the games against Celtic whether he's been lacking fitness or just played out of position he's went missing in them so next week's a big test for the young two, man. The two obvious conclusions though Gordon I suspect where Jack's coming from is Michael Beale is better at getting the most out of Malik Tillman than Giovanni Van Bronckhurst was but at the same time the, the passage of time has helped mm. because when Malik Tillman takes to the field against Livingston on the opening day of the season it's his 8th game as a yeah. professional footballer so he's now got that under his belt to to sort of grow regardless of who the manager is and then yeah if Michael Beale is better at getting the most out of him then so be it yeah I would never I would never use the sense of a, a look at a player and I don't think he's trying under a certain manager I think that the difference with him is what you're saying Gordon I think he's grown into the club uh, I think he's getting better at game time I think Beale's tweaked uh, the formation that helps him get on the end of um, chances and he's certainly delivering and I think the boy's grown in confidence. Remember, this is a boy at 20 years of age that hardly kicked a ball in the first team when he came over to Scotland. He's came to a big club that expect performances week in, week out. So it's a lot to take on a young man's shoulders, but I think he's certainly grown into mm. it and the Rangers fans now love him. Any doubt about trying to secure things for next season, Jack? Uh, I don't know. I think it'll be, it'll be kind of one that we all want. But as you're saying... I think he's trying to get Bill's trying to get through these kind of seeds this season to, to the end of the season. Saying he wants five new players, 
and he said before he wants if he's signing people he wants starters. Do you think that's five people he's wanting in to start? You know, so that's more than about half the team. You know, so this isn't his team. So it's it's good to see he's still getting the, the results and what have you. Uh, that way, but I think uh, Tillman will be a big part of it. Let's be one stiff if he can stay. It's one of those unavoidable things, Mark. You know that the, the loan option's not for everyone, but it gives you this this avenue. You think was it last summer when people said that? Well, like Celtic have to keep Jota and Carter Vickers. They just have to, which means X amount of your budget is is on guys that you had already. But that sometimes misses the point because what if? The Tillman you get next season Is much better than the one you got this season You yeah. could argue that Carter Vickers has Grown and become even more important to Celtic now Than he was then It's so maybe that. a bit simple to say Oh what a waste It's you know it's just money on guys that were already in the building But they're the most important ones Gordon I think The ones that stand out Are the most important ones to secure You're right in mentioning Jota and Carter Vickers Because those were the two That were crucial for Celtic to secure And they did It took a wee bit of time With Carter Vickers Now it's the same For Tillman Because You let Tillman go back And you You then got this Maybe four or five million To spend Elsewhere You can never guarantee Somebody will come in And fit into the club The way that Tillman has This season for a young player So When you've got them there It just makes sense For everybody hmm. to, to secure them Especially one so young hmm. That there will be A resale value on that I suppose that is One way of looking at it Gordon Would the Rangers fans Right now, would they trust Ross Wilson, the recruitment department, to use five million pounds and find someone better than Malik Tillman? Yeah, and especially at the the age. And Mark touches on the point that he's a young lad, and what he's shown now is he's only going to get better. He's going to improve. I thought you made great points with Carter Vickers and Jota, for instance. Um, you know, they had to get Celtic had to get them in and look at the way they're performing. I think Tillman, if he gets a settled home under a manager he plays well under, I think he'll only get better. Thank so it'd be you, good Jack and Shettleston. What about David and Paisley? Sum up your feelings tonight, David. Uh, good evening. Um, first and foremost, before I go into what I'm going to say, um, I've got to make it abundantly clear that we've got to obviously give, give Michael Beale the time in the summer and probably in January two windows to try and build his own team. Mm-hmm. But having said that, I've got to be honest, I'm scratching my head watching what he's putting on that park week in, week out. Um, uh, where do I start? I mean, I've been on this show under the previous manager about John Lundstrom and I'm going to go on about him again. How... That made it in professional football, I just do not know. Um, he, when you, you let, maybe in the pub before the game starts, whatever, you're talking to your pals or whatever, and you're picking a team and saying, right, who can be effective here, who can be effective there? I see nowhere in, in the field of play where John Lundstrom can be effective. Ryan Jack's another one, he plays one good game in 10. I mean, Ryan Jack plays beside John Lundstrom, honestly, it's like, the, the, the two stooges Today for example The game was so condensed With the system That Michael Beale picked I get that he's trying to get Tillman And Cantwell In the same team Because they are very very good footballers I get that I can see what he's trying to do But When you've got A team That condensed the game And that's what they did Today for the majority of the game And we were struggling You need one of your two midfielders To break the lines and none of the two will break the lines. 
Frank Kamara sitting on that bench and he must be shaking his head and going, I know my form's been poor this season, but if that's getting picked in front of me, I must be really, really bad. I'm struggling. I'm, I've said it under Van Bronckhurst, and I'll say it again. I'm not laying, laying all the blame at Lindstrom's door, but what I'm saying is, when you're against teams like today, I fail to see where he can be effective in the game. Yeah, um, I don't think John will be alone in this. I, I Going back to Ryan Jack, I think Ryan Jack's playing very well, but I like Ryan Jack, we're asking in there. I think the have developed a good partnership when they play. I thought at Easter Road the two of them were absolutely brilliant, complemented each other. I'm I'm with uh, I'm with the caller. I, I don't see uh John. I don't see the His name's David, but never mind. Oh yeah, Walton to set me up. Uh, David. I've got that written down. Sorry, David. I don't see um the big deal in Rundstrom. I think he's a decent enough player. But going forward, I, I, I'm with David. I don't mm. see a lot in him. I to think be we're back in you. that scenario where Michael Beale is dealing with players who may not mm. be there next season. He is negotiating yeah. his way between now and the end of the season, having stipulated he wants five new faces in and uh, Tillman to remain, I assume. Um, so Lundstrom is in that holding. Different for him, though, because somebody's going to have to buy him. Mm, yeah. Ultimately, you know, Ryan Jack's yeah. out of contract, Arfield's out of contract. We know Morelos mm. and Kent need to sell. That's why we're back to this fascinating thing where you're telling me that they're outside the ground again today, complaining about the recruitment policy, mm. the the player trading model. Uh, the the summertime will be a long one for Rangers, particularly if Celtic have won the title. Uh, there are so many players. That We've got to get in and out and get it right in both directions. David, judging by your tone, I'm going to guess that this winning league run that Michael Beale is on is is not is not fully doing it for you. Is that fair? Yeah, let, let me be perfectly honest. I mean, I, I obviously I wanted I wanted somebody else in, but obviously they didn't, they chose not to come. I wasn't unhappy when we appointed Michael Beale. Because I do think he's got a lot of good ideas. But touching on what Hugh said, that's not necessarily the case with Lundstrom, Hugh, because Michael Beale said when he first came in that he's a very important member of the of the team and he wants to actually get him on an extended contract. So that really, really, really worries me if he's looking at if he's looking at somebody like that being effective in our team. And I come on and Gordon might remember this because he was on the show. And I said, every battering we've had this season, the 4-0 game at Parkhead, the game with Liverpool, the game in Ajax, every team went to us right through the middle from the word go. Because, no disrespect to John Lundstrom, it's not his fault, but he's not mobile and he's not quick enough. And I really, really struggled to see where the previous manager and the current manager I struggle to see what they see in the guy. David, thank you very much. Have to leave it there because I'm a bit late. I'm a bit pushed for time. Rangers did win today, but David quite obviously has got some improvements on his mind. We'll hear from Michael Beale next, and we've got happy Motherwell fans getting in touch as well. After they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. You're about to get the thoughts of Michael Beale after today's 2-0 win. Today's one of those days that sums up the expectation level. And I'm not mocking it, by the way, because that, like, that's what it is. We've got these two big teams, two big budgets, and sometimes winning is not enough. 
I just would like to be inside the minds of people who don't know our environment, Hugh, and they switch oh. on the radio and they hear David, the previous caller, and think, oh, wow, Rangers must have lost today. Wait until they turn on next Saturday. <laughs> yeah, you'll be in for a shock. A good is, shock there, is there life on Mars? Let's bring in Stephen, who's a Motherwell fan. What a result that was today, Stephen. Unbelievable. I just have to say, take a bow, Stuart Kettlewell. 13 points from 18 available. And that, and that was a good performance against Rangers. He's got one manager in the month of the world. The squad looks settled. And he's come in and he's secured safety after six games. Brilliant. Yeah, and it's funny because we were actually talking during the break about, ah, it's probably a bit late for Motherwell to, to make top six. That's going to be tough. This, the whole point, Stuart Kettlewell was in because it looked like Motherwell might go down. There was a serious relegation doubt. You've been knocked out of the cup by... Championship opposition And You needed to do something Desperately Mark And since then Beat St Mirren Beat Hearts Beat Ross County Beat Hibs Draw at Kilmarnock And of course A, a defeat by Rangers Well terrific results Now St Mirren And Hearts When he was interim manager And he got offered the job I thought yeah Okay he deserves a cracker at it But I couldn't have foreseen The turn up and results After that I mean going away from home as well you know, getting the last minute free kick was at Rugby Park, just showed the spirit of the team. Then you look at going to Ross County, and then today's result, probably pick of a bunch. Going to Easter Road, where you're talking about Hibs looking up, trying to catch hearts, and they go there and win convincingly. So, what a job he, he's done. And it's about maintaining that and seeing how far he can, or how much he can squeeze out of the squad in the remaining games. You've been spoiled a bit, though, Stephen, Motherwell fans. When you think of the. Managing to always sort of find a, a reliable goal scorer over the years, having gone from Michael Higdon and John Sutton and Louis Mole and Kevin Van Veen, how would you how would you rate Kevin Van Veen's season? Oh, absolutely fantastic! And you see, Motherwell fans early in the season questioning him. If it wasn't for his goals in the early part of the season, we wouldn't even have been in the platform. To go on and be sitting in eighth at the minute, we might be a bit nearer to the teams at the bottom, but we'd have been stranded if it wasn't for Kevin Bandy. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure they'll leave at the end of the season, um, I think. But we've always done it. You, you mentioned some people there. You can even go back to as far as Chris Porter. Motherwell have always been good at finding strikers that are good mid level strikers for a club like us, and hopefully, if Kevin does leave, the scouting uh, get it right again, but I'm just I don't I don't need to see Motherwell winning every week. But what I want to see is a certain level of commitment, hard work, desire, and they've been given us that every game since Kettlewell's come in. I mean, Hugh is now eleven points yeah. better off than Dundee United, who are bottom, um, and nine points better than Ross County, who do have a game in hand, but that game in hand is Celtic. And it all comes from that saying about it being darkest before the dawn. Because on the night that Wraith Rovers put Motherwell out of the Scottish Cup And uh, the manager left the ground without speaking to the press The whole thing was shambolic uh, And out of this you get Stuart Kettlewell And people are saying oh he just happened to be there He's a cheap option And he has done exceptionally well And he has guaranteed I think you can safely say Motherwell are not involved in any relegation dramas pre or post split. So he's one of the big winners today, Stuart Kettlewell. 
Barry Robson is the other big winner at Aberdeen because he's one point behind Hearts now and it's all gone pear-shaped for Hearts at the minute. And Stephen Robinson, I'm sure. Um, Aston Villa have taken the lead against Chelsea. It could have been our own um, goal machine. John McGinney just hit the bar. That set the tone. Villa have now just scored in the later kick-off there. Logan's a St Mirren fan. We were just about to get Logan on. He's disappeared, so why not uh, give us a, a call back? Um, Gordon, you can understand Stephen's praise of Kevin Van Veen, Stuart Kettlewell, all of the above. Yeah, um, the manager's certainly given them a lift and with that comes the confidence of winning games. Uh, when they went 2-1 up today and went 2-0 up and then Hibs score, you know, months and months ago you'd probably be thinking the worst, but well done to them, they're doing a great run. Is that another point, Stephen, that, that maybe you know the mentality, and I suppose that comes with winning and, and the belief, but at 2-1, as Gordon probably rightly says, you'd have chucked that earlier in the season. I'm going, I'm going to mention one thing that I think has been a big platform to the results, and it's having the settled back line that we've got. We've got Johnson now for long, and then the three at the back with Casey Butcher and McGinn. That, that then gives you the platform to allow the likes of Van Bean to get on the ball. We've also moved with Bittle into a role in behind the front two and I think that suits him down to a tee. Um so there's been there's been a couple of things uh, that have given us this platform. But I have to say from a personal point of view, what a week. Mother will win, Scotland Hammer Spain, I'm buzzing. You are buzzing indeed. So Stuart Kettlewell, I'm sure two great free kicks from Motherwell today. Maybe I don't know, maybe David Marshall would ask questions about the second but they couldn't save the first one that's for sure Sean Goss and Kevin Van Veen I thought we were really really good in the game especially in the first half I thought we were in control thought we started the second half well um, but the biggest takeaway for me was when we conceded the goal against nothing really at that point Hibs didn't have much in the game um, and then I just felt that we showed good character just to just to manage the game at that point we had to tweak our, our system a little bit just to make sure that we stayed in uh, the position we wanted to be um, but obviously we get that third goal that gives us a wee bit more comfort so coming away to Easter Road and, and getting a 3-1 and probably being as comfortable as it was for spells was, was good for us Set pieces have they worked on through the week? I think it's just been a wee bit more encouragement to, to the players you look at guys like Slattery who scored down at Kilmarnock a few weeks back Sean Goss Kevin Van Veen they're all more than capable so I think it's just getting it right on the big moments I see them doing it in training every day so the fact that they go and do it when it really really counts at Easter Road is, is pleasing of course Yeah I think the manager is <laughs> a happy chappy uh, he's worked very hard in the training by the sounds of it set plays are a massive part in the game just now um, and obviously it's paying dividends and another three great points at Easter Road this afternoon well, Let's hear from Michael Beale shall we on the game in general really comfortable um, we knew they were going to come and, and make life difficult for us you've only got to take one look at the league table to know that and you know they've got nine cup finals or eight eight more now so you know they're not going to come and play open so it was just we started the game quite well the keeper makes a big save from from Tav and then their lad has an injury we have Borner and it gets a bit stuffy so we needed the first goal it was a fantastic goal as well some of the stuff we're working on against a block and and Todd and, and Malik, that's a relationship I really want to uh, encourage and, and, and we've done a lot of work on it and it was a really good first goal. Ryan Kent nearly scored a fantastic second one so we could have gone in at half-time 3-0 in front. We're not, so it's a dangerous scoreline but I thought we were, we were comfortable throughout. Alan had 
very little to do and the only part I'll nitpick on is can we be a little bit more ruthless because we're creating a lot of chances and, and, and a lot of good moments as well where it's 3v3 or 4v3 where we know that uh, in games where, where it's, we need to be more decisive we're going to have to be Well if you want to concentrate on building the relationship between Cantwell and Tillman then you have to keep Tillman you have to pay your £5 million so that has to be the number one priority at the end of the season. Let's bring in Logan, who's a St Mirren fan. How good was that today, Logan? Oh, that was that was cracking. I really enjoyed that. It was a really good win. Uh, I very, very, very happy. The first half was brilliant. Is that as good as you've seen all season? I mean, there's been a few performances in there. I think I, I think my favourite game was definitely the 2-0 the win against Celtic. Well, of course, uh, right. that, that was silly of me. Um, I sort of meant in the more... Uh, the games against the teams around you I mean up to 5th now Hibs are 1 point behind How confident are you of top 6? More confident now Than I was earlier on <laughs> Every time we play Livy It's some sort of nil nil Or something like that But uh, no, I was very Very happy They, they were really up for it How do you rate Keanu the job Sorry I was going to say How do you rate the job Stephen Robinson's done But carry on Keanu Bacchus is, is he someone that's Standing out for you? He was brilliant He was everywhere on the pitch today I really really Thought he's, he's probably One of the best players In this club right now It's a great win Hugh Oh without doubt uh, See Livingston Are normally the, the stuffiest opponents You can get But it was Done and dusted By half time uh, For St Mirren To be in the top six And to have as good A crowd as they had today Because uh, You know the, Fraser kept going on About the, the three stands That were occupied By the home supporters And you know they have grown a support. They have excluded Rangers and Celtic fans, much to their annoyance. But it has worked for St Mirren, and this is a, a club on the up. They are making progress, and if you are a St Mirren on a relatively small budget, mm. that is all you can ask. Here's Stephen Robinson for you, Logan. The first half was fantastic. You know it's um, it's a tough game against Livingston, so. We know that if we set off them, they put a lot of balls into areas that hurt us, um, into the two big strikers. You know, Nublai's a handful, as is Guthrie. So we pressed them really high up the pitch, and I thought our energy and our press was excellent. And, and our, our quality, which gets overlooked at times, was, was very, very good. And We got two penalties, but we got the two penalties from putting balls into areas, delivering balls into good areas, and, and making them defend. So first half was excellent, some very good performances. and. The second half was the important thing, don't concede. And you know, we, we weathered a five minute spell at the start of the second half and, and other than that I didn't think they troubled us too much, so it's it's credit all the players. Good result for St Mirren. Thanks to Logan for sharing his thoughts. We're almost out of time, Mark Wilson. So quickly on to tomorrow. What's what's the script for Celtic? Well it is always a challenge going up north to Ross County, but they are where they are in the league for a reason. Celtic need to play the same way. They will be missing a few of their standout players, but their squad's big enough to get the job done. The agenda for next week is set by what happens tomorrow in the Highlands. If Celtic win and maintain the nine point gap over Rangers, Rangers go to Celtic Park knowing that if they lose, the league's finished. If Celtic drop anything in the Highlands, Rangers go to Celtic Park knowing that the nuclear option might still be on. Can't put up any argument that Celtic are going to drop anything tomorrow. I heard Malky Mackay talking about the pitch. It'll suit the way Celtic play. Fast-flowing football. 
three points in the bag for well, me. We will find out. And whatever happens tomorrow, we'll look back on it all on Monday night. It's already been a cracking weekend. A brilliant return to league football. So many talking points. And I'm sure we'll add a few more tomorrow and maybe even during the day on Monday as well. So six o'clock Monday night. Make sure you join us. And you might as well stay right there because the GBX is up next. <laughs>